0: money dude okay. i'm broke man Wait, my life I, sucks I that. you're making okay. it worse okay. you're not nice you're not cordial that's shocking we'll do it live yeah 220
1: 221 whatever it takes oh that
0: is cool this is where the fun begins this is the brian suits show
1: <laughs> oh i'm in the stupid loop AM 770 T H Brian Suits here. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Friday practice. Full pet, full contact with uh, producer Greg. I'll tell you what the stupid loop is here in just a second. Uh, We'll be back right after this. Welcome. um, Three hours, all kinds of stuff. Violence and mayhem across the country. And some sort of details about a local love triangle that ends up with a body in a tote bag by the Duwamish. Uh, That and more. Right after we get you to work with the right-way traffic. Dear golly, AM 770 KTTH. Uh, Brian Suits here with the uh, producer Greg. You know what You know what the stupid loop is? Here's the stupid loop.
2: Tell me what the stupid loop
1: Here's is. Here's this PC here in the studio uh, off of East Lake Avenue. You're in lovely Seattle. Good morning, everybody. And then there's my PC at home. I follow. Okay. So last yesterday, uh, I usually I check my email here, then I check it on the mobile. Seen here. Um, I I get home and I want to print something out, and for some reason, the password hasn't been saved on the PC at home. And so I enter what I thought it was, and I changed it last time, like a month ago, and oops, that's not it. Okay. Do it a second time. No, it's not that one. Oh, oh, I know what I need to add. Okay, nope, that's not it. Oh, you're locked out. That is a daily occurrence. Oh, no, no, for no. Me, that's Ryan. just step one. Then oh. it's. Would you like to reset your password? And instead of just saying, "Nah, close the window, come to work," you know, or print off the phone, I clicked yes. <laughs>
2: and that's where the fun. And the began.
1: second you do, then then it comes up and it says, "What are the le- hi." We're gonna text a verification code that it's you. What are the letters in your captcha?
2: You know thing. How many crosswalks well, are there in this picture? Yeah,
1: or one of those. And and that's the deal. The second you send that, that's it. You're gonna reset your password. It's done at home, and I think I did it on on this. But uh, anyway, it just it annoys me because I do. Yes, I write them down. Then I go home and <laughs> change them. I like. And here's the thing. I I don't want to sound like an infant complaining about good internet security i'm i'm to be honest with you i'm really impressed with this company the the, the fact that somebody is like every 30 days saying hey you have 10 10 days to, to, sh- to change your password
2: there's nothing more american than uh discussing first world problems but do you go the next step brian of frustration for me it's when you go yeah i forgot my password they send you a link to reset it and then you have to enter the the new one twice and then it goes. Oh, you can't use an old password you've already used. Well, that's... and then I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm on like the twelfth deviation uh, of yeah. a password I've used, and I have now I have like six exclamation points after it, and I'm, and I'm, I'm I...
1: adding digits and all this. And oh I'm like, my gosh! Come on, I've had a lot of dogs, but I've
2: gone through all my dog names. You <laughs> only do spell my dog's name so many ways.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I, I spell it correct, but then I add, you know, the the symbols and the numbers after it, and 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 I'm I, I've been here long enough now that. It's caught on. And if this password does not meet
2: the length, complexity, okay, the, age, or history la, requirements. Last night, my daughter password. is on the Kindle, and she's like, Dad, what's the Disney Plus password? And I just know it's going to take me 15 minutes oh. to figure this out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't need to watch Disney Plus right now. That's my solution to that. <laughs> and I have kids all day asking Badlier. me what various passwords are, and I have no stinking clue.
1: So I have, do I have 24 minutes to get something printed? I, I
2: feel your pain. Or four, or is it 40, 640? 608 right now.
1: Uh, no, I mean before I have to have something in front of me. Oh, got it. <laughs> um, hey, good morning. Uh, hey, well, let's start the show. am some 70 KTTH. Good morning, everybody. It is uh, Friday practice. Brian Suits here. Uh, the, NATO, the NATO Summit. Uh, is over. The new NATO mission statement is out. The uh, I was, I love this time, this is when the president answers questions.
0: They've had to renege on their national debt for the first time since the beginning, almost well over 100 years. They've lost 15 years of the gains they made in terms of their economy. They're in a situation where they're having trouble because of my imposition of, of uh, 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 dealing with what can be exported to Russia oh, in terms is, of technology. He's talking about us in you know, they're, having, they're going to have trouble maintaining oil production because they don't have the technology to do it. They need American technology. And they're also in a similar situation.
1: I got to say, he, he's, he's standing there holding, he's walking around with his left hand in his pocket holding the mic. And he seems more, far more lucid.
2: I was going to use normal. the exact term, a little more lucid that I'm used to. Okay, I'll to. go with cogent. Okay. Again. And you go with lucid. He seems more cogent.
1: Maybe he got some sleep. I, I would I'd think so.
0: As long as it takes and to, in fact, make sure that they this are is, you know, Keep
1: in mind, it's not in his body clock, it's 9
0: a.m., so Grandpa should be up uh, anyway. By, by Russia. And by the way, think of this. Ukraine has already dealt a severe blow To Russia, Russia, in fact, has already lost its international standing. That's no fun.
1: (laughs) He's uh, cogent. Um, uh, By the way, breaking news from Ukraine, probably the headline you're going to be seeing in in hours from now or or, uh, tomorrow, uh, is that the famous uh, symbol of defiance, Snake Island, where on the opening day of the war, February 24th, uh, legendarily, a, the uh, Russian warship uh, Moskva, uh, now a reef in the Black Sea, is reported to have uh, demanded the surrender of the garrison on Snake Island, a, a, a Ukrainian uh, piece of property uh, about um, 20 or 30 miles off, offshore of uh, Ukraine in the Black Sea. And the uh, Ukrainian defenders uh, are reported to have uh, told the, the Russian skipper to do something to himself, uh, normally uh, done, uh, uh, quietly alone, a very intimate act. And, uh, and so it became a symbol of defiance, a stamp, uh, an official stamp for the Ukrainian government, and, uh, and a big fundraiser, and a meme, and a morale patch, and a t-shirt... Well, anyway, the, Ru- the Russians have confirmed overnight they've abandoned the island because now the Ukrainians, in the last few days, have pulled artillery up um, within range on their mainland so that they can sit there and they can hit this island at will. Uh, plus, they, they've been hitting it. Been, there have been airstrikes. Uh, uh, it's been uh, absolute training range for the uh, uh, Bayraktar uh, TB2 uh, drone. And all this, so it's um, you know, it's funny that when when the Russians are up against the absolute truth that the Moskva sank, <laughs> you can't fake it up, you can't CGI that, you can't you know you, you can't uh, uh, Photoshop it. They'll say yeah it sank, and then it kind of goes away. Um, the, the Ukrainians are probably going to raise the Ukrainian flag on this island as soon as possible. Uh, there, the Zelensky. When it comes to stuff like this, he's not dumb, and he knows that images win the day uh, and the whole thing. And so, anyway, a, a major victory. The, the Russians are painting it as, uh, well, for humanitarian purposes, we want that grain to get out and go feed the babies of the world to, or something, and we're going to shoot all gluten into space. <laughs> we, I don't know. I don't know how you polish this particular turd, uh, but they've lost a lot of
2: men just sitting on that on that island. I also saw a fresh poll yesterday about about, the
1: Clarence Thomas, the SCOTUS primary. No,
2: no, that's something you did on Twitter. This was a poll of the Ukrainian people about their resolve in this war against uh, Putin and Russia. Eighty nine percent of Ukrainians reject ceding land to reach a peace deal. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's the logistics of it. The people who are prepared to put on uniforms and, you know, stand in the gap are the ones saying, no, don't sell us out. Don't do a uh, 1938 Czechoslovak. You don't sell us to Hitler.
2: But I thought Emmanuel Macron one. said that would be a good idea.
1: He said, that, "Do not, uh, how do you say? Uh, yes, humiliate uh, Mister Putin." And sorry, but he's he's doing a great job by himself. However, when it comes to shirtless horse riding, none other than Justin Trudeau. Remember Justin Trudeau at the G7 summit. We didn't play the audio because it was so muddled. You couldn't hear him. But they were talking about ways to mock Putin. And Trudeau said, uh, <laughs> "We should all ride horses shirtless." <laughs> and uh, well, anyway, Putin Putin has a response to that today as he visits uh, scenic Turkmenistan. Um, and uh, we'll take a break. Come back with Putin's insult right after this. Uh, let's get you to work with the right way traffic. Okay, now I'm on a dog that died four years ago, and <laughs> it's not taking that. I know. I know for a fact I didn't use that dog. Plus, an alphanumeric for, for, uh, for a password. What in the heck? Anyway. Uh, uh, hey, look, we're back. It's Samson 70 KTTH Brian Suits here. Uh, the president uh, doing a live, live uh, stand up in uh, Madrid, Spain. In Turkey. What assurances, if any, did you make to President Erdogan about his request for new F 16 jets for his military? Oh, there's someone here.
0: What I said was I said back in December, as you recall, we should sell them the F-16 jets and modernize those jets as well. It's not in our interest not to do that. And I indicated to them that so it's I in our interest in to do it okay. at all since December. And there was no quid pro quo with that. It was just that we should sell what I need congressional. Uh,
1: well, anyway, there we go. Um, more if he trips or falls or something, we'll uh, we'll uh, take it. And by the way, the. Uh, Turkey was one of the, I don't know, I don't think they invested in the R&D, but they were one of the early partners of the F-35. They got taken off that list for, I forgot what it was, the, the fake coup from three years ago, three or four years ago. But anyway, they had pilots in Arizona actually training on the F-35. Uh, and the prior administration, uh, I, I, I think before, what, was it during Trump? I forgot. But anyway, Turkey was supposed to get the F thirty five, and we said no F thirty five for you. Um, well, anyway, Russian President Vladimir Putin shot back at Western leaders who mocked his boobies, mocked his athletic exploits, saying they would look quote disgusting close quote if they tried to emulate his bare torso appearances. And, you know, let's be honest, yeah, he's right. Who wants to? No one wants to see uh, Boris Johnson <clears throat> with it with a shirt off. Uh, Putin made the comment during a visit to Turkmenistan. Uh, he's still there early Thursday. Um, and uh, because they had all said, um, as he sat down for talks earlier this week, they have to show that we're t- tougher than Putin, uh, according to uh, Boris Johnson, uh, at which point Justin Trudeau joked that Western leaders could try to match Putin's naked torso pictures with bare-chested horseback riding display. Well, so Putin said, uh, this is a translation, quote, I don't know how they wanted to get undressed above or below the waist. But I think it would be disgusting sights in any case, close quote. So anyway, if I, I you know, a broken clock is right, uh, what, three, four times a day? Um, uh, he, he went on, he, and by the way, this is just darn good advice for all world leaders. It's, quote, it's necessary to stop abusing alcohol and other bad habits, do physical exercise and take part in sports. So um, uh, that's good advice for the kids, uh, too. So, uh, a couple things, a, a really shocking murder in New York last night, um, and a, a a man, and I haven't seen any door ring doorbell video or anything like it, but there's there's a woman out pushing a, like a six or seven month old t- uh, infant uh, in a stroller, and a man in a hoodie just walks up behind her and shoots her in the head. And,
2: yeah, a young mom, she's only 20 years old.
1: Yeah, and... And uh, no, indi- I, I don't know any more about it than that. The, there was a press conference in New York last last night. They didn't know much more about it. I'd imagine that they do have video. I mean, it's New York City and the whole thing, um, but no, no clue what the motive was. It, it's uh, if you if you know anything about crime statistics, one of, one of the weird things uh, about the there's a particular type of homicidal male um, who. Kills the mother of their child, like the, the mother either bearing the child or after the child is is born. And I mean, to the point where ninety nine percent of pregnant women, if they're murdered, are murdered by the father of the child. Um, is it
2: really that high? Uh,
1: if not the father of the child, then the man who thought he was a father. It's crazy how how often um absolutely most likely that's the n- number one suspect
2: but well, i've watched dateline i've watched my fair share of dateline episodes and i feel like if that is carried out by the husband or the father of the child it's usually done in private what was striking about this one in particular is that it was at, done out in public uh, at night and there was a 10-year-old who witnessed yeah. the murder and said it was a single gunshot and that was it like an it, it, was a, it was a one and done
1: i don't have any i don't have any keith morrison uh, drops, but I can do I can do a Josh Mankiewicz impression. This one was unusual for its brutality. Yes, yeah. and so uh, the New York City is in uh, a titter this morning, and I I don't know if it was coincidental uh, or or what, but an op-ed on the um, front page of the New York Times uh, today. I'm a liberal New York City pardon me. I'm a New York City liberal and I want a gun. Uh dated June thirtieth, twenty twenty two. Um so uh that's uh that's here. By the way, folks, you have till midnight to buy your high capacity magazines here in the state of Washington, or else you'll have to be inconvenienced by going to Oregon for that. And so um it's it's um it's a thing that's happening and uh, I I've noticed that uh, store various large uh, warehouse style uh, stores, either you know, the one in sort of SeaTac-ish or the one in Puyallup, uh they they emptied Nile of other stuff and just hung up. You know, lots and lots and lots of of thirties of and forties and and all this. And I mean, you know, you, you know, the 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 pros are stocked up anyway. But anyway, if if you if you don't know that that's happening tomorrow is July first. It's midway point of the year. And the high-cap uh, magazine ban goes into effect at uh, midnight uh, tonight. And so I don't know. I, I'm going to take a while to stab and say if you own some, you can't sell them to other people privately. I, but I don't know if the law says that or not. But that's how it's been implemented in other states. Um, and what this also means, by the way, is that... You can't go online and order them from out of state because the state of Washington has given a heads up to retailers. Don't Here's a list of addresses, everything in Washington. You can't mail this. So if you're thinking, oh, I know, I'll just go to blankbellas.com. No, that, it, it ain't happening like that. That's not how it works. You physically have to either have them delivered by today. They have to be in... Um, uh, I'm pretty, I don't know, I could try. Um, I, if you order them before midnight, they'll be delivered. Whenever, whoever delivers your stuff gets them uh, at your house. But uh, so anyway, it's, um, <clears throat> again, eh, you know, I, it, I really don't know what to tell people when they say, well, who needs 30, re- or our president, uh, seen here.
0: Many of them, many progressives want you to do Yep. <laughs> yeah yeah, am It's the on these in America.
1: Yeah. Of course we're at NATO, uh, the NATO the uh, NATO ending pro- yeah. press conference got I really think it. that anyway. it's a
0: serious serious
1: uh problem. Yeah, anyway. when, when Peter Peter <laughs> Ducey's, uh, up uh, up next and so we'll uh, get a question, but um uh yeah, so you have a president that says, I don't know, who needs 30 rounds to hunt a deer or whatever. Well, you know, you're if you're hunting a deer with an ar 15, you're you're not being effective. Well, uh. we're on
2: this issue of guns, Brian, you know, Governor Kathy Hochul of New York was indignant uh, after the Supreme Court decision, which affected her state, which basically said that you don't need to show that you have a special circumstance uh, in order to get a concealed. And that was carry last permit. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of, you know, went away as soon as the uh, abortion decision got ruled, went went to the back burner. But uh, she got asked an excellent question by a reporter yesterday, uh, and this was the exchange.
0: Do you have the numbers to show that it's the concealed carry permit holders that are committing crimes? Because the lawful gun owner will say that you're attacking the wrong person. It's really people that are getting these guns illegally that are causing the violence, not the people going and getting the permit legally. And that's the basis for the whole Supreme Court argument. Do you have the numbers? I don't need to have numbers. I don't need I don't have to have a data point to point
1: to to say that this is going to make all I know is I have a responsibility to the people of this state to have sensible gun safety laws.
2: Is that not a quote for our times? Th- that is
1: some Jenny McCarthy level reasoning when she was waving her baby or waving her child around or her autistic child around at, at the age of five, six, seven. And people would say, well, uh, you know, we you know, we understand your emotion, but where's your evidence? that his autism was caused by vaccinations and she would say he is my evidence i don't need to have numbers
0: i don't need i don't have to have a data point
1: unlike (laughs) governor kathy hulk although jay mccarthy is a former playmate of the year very attractive to look at and so therefore had credibility i mean she she had thousands and thousands and thousands of people and jim carrey uh, bamboozled that, uh, about this false connection between vaccinations and autism. And all she did was wave, I mean, literally shake her kid and say, this is my evidence. And so anyway, <clears throat> uh, back in a second, uh, and uh, Brian suits here, or it is Thursday practice. And uh, yes, the result of a poll, um, should uh, should somebody run against Clarence Thomas in his uh, SCOTUS primaries? I'm, I'm trying to troll uh, the the anti-abortion left that are freaking out. Uh, in, in between, apparently vandalizing Catholic churches here in the Seattle area. Uh,
2: back in a second with that and more right after we get to work with the right-way traffic. Hey,
1: I'm some subject KTJH Barnes. It's here. It is. Uh, your your Friday practice. By the way, heads up: uh, if if you're flying for the weekend for the Fourth of July weekend, I would say you know mo- most people have Monday off um, and all that, or more perhaps. And um, I I don't know why, unless there's a family emergency or something. I don't know why you would you would see what's been going on the last couple months and say, uh, yeah, let's take a flight over the Fourth of July weekend, um, e- even. The the farthest I am willing to drive is is where I am uh, going down to the Columbia River uh, this weekend. Which is there is a couple different ways to get there. That's uh, the great part. So I don't care what happens on I five, but you know, and we will stick with I five. And uh, but but here is what's going on. Uh, rather than waiting until you are sitting in your in your chair, wanting them to update uh, while your flight's been delayed or canceled. Delta is just flat out saying, "Hey, there might be three thousand cancellations this weekend," um, and it's not just them; it's it's everybody. And so, you know, they're you know everything is logistics. They're you know speaking of uh, of supply lines. This this is uh, turning out to be a complete hiccup in uh, the normal evolution of rookie pilots into veteran pilots because. A lot of the airlines allowed pilots to take early retirement. They they over the past two and a half years, and they said, "No, if, you know, if um, if we ain't flying and I'm not getting paid, then I'll just you know take early retirement." Uh, I I don't. I, I guess the onus would be on the airline at that point to get pilots prepared for the day after the pandemic, which was a couple months ago. At you know um, when airline travel. Uh, demand would go up. I never, a lot of people just flat out said, I'm not flying with a mask on. Like, I, well, you know, I'm one of them. Uh, I, I haven't flown since pre, pre-pandemic. I'm certainly not going to fly in the next couple months. Not Maybe when the summer's over, I don't know. But that's what they're saying now is, you know, we lot, a, lot, a lot of uh, veteran flight attendants uh, retire, a lot of longtime pilots retired, and there's just not a pipeline to replace them. And I mean, just ask yourself: of all the all the people you want rushed through training, you know, I'll take the drive-through uh, register person at a fast food restaurant. You rush that chap through training this afternoon. Get him up to speed by tomorrow morning. Okay, N- not a problem. But rushing airline pilots through training to, to get them up to speed on on. um uh, you know, a heavy twin engine, a triple seven or a seven sixty seven or even just a, the most common airplane in the world, up in the air right now is the seven thirty seven, all around the world. I don't want I don't want that that bloke to be uh, rushed uh, rushed in there. So anyway, heads up. I'm you know I'm just I'm just uh, telling you if your plan is later on today or tomorrow, uh get to SeaTac. Um, uh, uh, there's a lot of cancellations that are baked into the cake right now.
2: Nearly 3,400 flights with a U.S. destination or departure had been delayed, while more than 600 had been canceled as of late yesterday.
1: Um, and it's not, you know, they were saying, oh, it's a weather thing. That, apparently that's a, kind of an FAA workaround that if an airline says, oh, well, abundance of caution, there was a weather thing, they don't. There's no burden to burden to proof. They don't have to show that. Oh, there was a cloud over Fort Worth. It's just that they. I guess if it's a, um, force majeure, uh, you know, thing, um, then you don't have to pay a refund fee or something. I don't quite get it. You know, they can they can sit there and offer you vouchers all day long, um, and 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 the whole thing, even way pre pandemic. I, I, my rules for flight are you take the first plane available in the morning. It's, it's, that's the least delayed um, flight of the day out of any airport, whatever it is. And I, you know, I, I haven't flown west to east in a long, 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 long time. I, I'm mainly talking my, my flights between Seattle and, and Burbank. I'm at SeaTac at 6 a.m. for that first Alaska flight. I'm at Burbank at 6 a.m. for that first one. Up
2: they're here. usually cheaper flights too to well, go that early. Usually,
1: yeah, yeah, and also you know you can usually spread out because they're uh, they're they're half empty. You know, I mean, there's just too many ar- I'm not going to be the old man arguing about this, but you get there with a day left. You're on the same time zone, and you know, you, there was no no sweat, um, no lines at TSA no frustrations you know the the the, the whole thing uh, that's those are my conditions these days they're
2: like like i say they're pre-canceling flights a broader point here with these flight delays and and pilots and the cost of travel skyrocketing in recent months don't you think coming out of the pandemic that so many industries are going through a massive change or shift or even attitudes Towards work have sort of fundamentally changed, or am I reading? Wait, too no, much are you into talking that?
1: about the, the the person you interact with at the counter,
2: or all of the above? A little bit, just attitudes towards work, about being at work, all of that stuff. I, I find it in multiple industries, whether it be airline, uh, the medical industry. Uh, service industry having a hard time finding workers well my people not showing up and, yeah, and my, so on and so on
1: my issue uh I, you know i'm i'm that guy i've been putting off an annual an annual physical down two years in a row um yeah, me too actually and, and and i and you know my my response was i put it on me and i got healthier and lost a bunch of weight and all this and and um uh of course now with the help of uh, youth and vitality weight loss are right there in uh in crossroads Um, I I maintained it and kept it off and and all, but my you know what I can't put off is okay the kids' eyeballs the kids' physical, the the dogs have you know had to see a vet. That's when I find out. Oh, two month wait list. Yes, to 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 get because my the varmint, uh, not the dogs, but my my varmint because Republicans think of uh, their children as varmints. Just to backfill you on that, so my varmint needed a new prescription. And it went kind of fast. It wasn't like, oh yeah, hey, in six months this is kinda of going slow. Can I you know? It went pretty fast. So it was sort of an emergency. And they're like, Yes, everyone is. And so anyway, this is like back in February, they said, Yeah, how how's May twentieth for you? And <clears throat> so when we finally got in, uh and we got the prescription, they also had, you know, glasses at the same place. I ordered right then and there. You know I'm like, well, thanks for the prescription. When I have time, I'll go to the large warehouse store and drop that off. But for for today right now cuz I don't think we're going to get get back in, give me, you know, pick out two pair and I, I got her two pair and and the whole thing. As far I'll tell you this. The only way I can get into the VA, the only way I can get into Virginia Mason uh, and is if I go feet first through the ER. Um it, the, you know, cause I want I want a body scan. And, um, yeah, you know, how's September looking for you?
2: I think our political leaders failed to appreciate uh, just what a big impact shutting down the rhythm of daily life in America for two straight years yeah. was going to subsequently do in the years ahead. And I think we have only seen the beginning of some of the problems here that we're going to see for years what, to come, and you know,
1: what annoys the hell out of me is the the COVID czar that they named this guy, Dr. Ashish Jaf, who used to be from Johns Hopkins. Now he's a spokesperson for the White House. This morning he was going on and on and on about, well, it's really important. You know, we we don't know what the future holds for us, but the it's important people get the the Omicron booster. Um, but what, but what's really important is that is that in the future we learn lessons from this pandemic. And I have, I'm have, i stunned. This is a guy who's a Ph.D. in multiple doctorates. And, and I'm some grab-ass talk show host. And even I knew before the pandemic, it's really important to go back in human history and find the best documentation you can about the most recent one. Uh, and the, the 1918 one has a great... It has several books written about it, but one of them is terrific. And it was published well before the pandemic. It's it, the, all, Everywhere we failed over the past two years... It was already written. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But we did that because the the people like him that that health people don't even know the history of what they're supposed to be experts on, and I don't get that. And you, you know, when I'm not Mister Conspiracy Theory, but when they jump out of government service and go right to Pfizer, I'm I'm uh, of course Pfizer says, well, they're the subject matter experts. I'm like, what what are you basing that on? This. Nobody who made decisions over the past two years, two and a half years, should be employed in the private sector whenever whenever they're done. Uh, back in a second, unless they were fired because they were uh, advocating doing the right thing instead of the wrong thing. Like like uh, traumatizing the mental health of our children, who will be putting embolisms in our IV lines 20, 30 years from now as revenge. Uh, back in a second, uh, AM770KTTH, let's get you to work with the right-way
0: traffic. exactly That's what i'm saying
1: um hey am 770 ktgh Barnes, it's here uh well you know uh build back better somebody had the um uh, well joe manchin reached over the side of the crib and he strangled it and uh, right there in the crib and gosh bless him uh for that because or else if you don't like inflation now just stand by if if we had printed two or three trillion dollars and um Things would be really nuts. You think this is nuts? Well, believe it, believe me, or uh, believe it or not, it could be worse. Uh, the, the president one one poll quote you're going to hear later on today is the president gave the end of uh, NATO summit uh, speech. He's talking about on the economic side for the first time. NATO invited non uh, some some Asian allies to the NATO summit, and it's as of today. There's the allies, and there's the axis. There's China and Russia. And there's NATO. And uh, are we close to a day where all countries that have standardized to NATO calibers, NATO uh, artillery, small arms, machine guns, whatever, get to apply to be in the North Atlantic NATO NATO? Well, uh, if you look at the hit list today, it could be it could be South Korea and Australia. Uh, are and Japan join NATO because they, they could integrate into NATO this afternoon. Certainly South Korea could. Any any GI who's ever served there and interoperated with the Koreans knows that. Um, but anyway, on the other on the economic side, China for 20 years now has gone around the third world, just throwing money. Uh, hey, we'll build you a port, but you got to start paying us back. And that's called a debt trap. And it's they deny it. That's so you know it's true. Uh, so the, the president's bold new idea was to offer a, a similar non-debt trap uh, foreign aid thing to, to compete with uh, with China. They really they actually wanted to call it Build Back Better World. But the the problem is the uh, they get the news and the rest of the world. The rest of the world knows that he absolutely failed to, to pass this gigantic uh, package, if you know what I'm saying. And so uh, but anyway, he stumbled over the name. Uh, today and this cracked me up, and so therefore uh, I have to play it for you.
0: And the G7 in Germany, we also launched what started off to be the Build Back Better notion, but it's morphed into the Partnership for Global Infrastructure Investment. It's
1: so much more catchy. <laughs> so by the way, he's not he's not on the teleprompter when he says that. The that Build Back Better notion, remember that whatever two, three, four trillion dollar spending package that uh and that's, that's a good rule of thumb anything that gets aoc excited about a green economy wind turbines yeah strangle it in the uh in the crib uh on on that one so the I, you know what i never played speaking of uh, pandemics uh yesterday uh was they've enlisted government tv pbs and sesame street to uh, uh, indoctrinate young children what is sesame street is meant from like for like three to six three to seven who watches sesame street past?
2: oh what time is it on? i mean no i don't I mean, even what, know what age oh yeah i would probably say maybe three to eight years old maybe um my kids never really got into sesame and Street. and
1: so now that they're trying and they're uh, they're stunned at the lack of interest even amongst far liberal vaccine the early vaccine adopters Uh, That now that it's been approved for children under five, um, they're stunned and amazed that no one is doing it. And of course, young TV editors and producers who don't have kids yet just can't imagine who wouldn't want to do that. And they have to get, you know, some young mother saying, oh, I can't wait. I'm so scared about, you know, the COVID. Okay, well, the actual numbers are no one's getting trampled in the rush to get their five year old vaccinated. And they spent a lot of money on this because the people who authorize the spending of the money are the ones saying who wouldn't do this. They're there's, they're not saying, okay, hold, hold the phone. Let's do some robo polling. that's, That's the best way to get an honest answer from someone. They, if you ask a leading question from a live human, um, uh, as a supporter of kittens, don't you th- think they're really cute, or you know, whatever? When a robocall says "hello," how would you like to participate in a poll that you get honest answers? Instead of doing that, they said, "Well, authorize it." Um, who wouldn't want to do it? And then we'll uh, we'll run more ads, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of ads, uh, TV, radio, and then they enlisted Elmo from. Wall Street. Elmo has been three and a half years old since nineteen ninety four. This passed me up. Luckily, my my varmint was never fascinated by Wall Street. I mean, pardon me, Wall Street, Sesame Street. Now, now, actually fascinated by Wall Street, as it turns out, good. Now, Daddy has super duper bandages just just like Elmo. (laughs) (laughs) You were super duper today. Getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo. Yeah,
0: there was a little pinch, but it was okay. I was really
2: glad to have Daddy and Baby David there with him. Baby David, where
1: are you? I had a lot of questions about Elmo getting the COVID vaccine. Was it safe? Was it the right decision? I talked to our pediatrician so I could make the right choice. (laughs) I learned that Elmo getting vaccinated is the best way to keep himself, our friends, neighbors, and everyone else healthy and enjoying the things they love.
0: Oh, Daddy, Elmo...
1: David have a question? Ooh. Can we have a hug? Oh, come here, <laughs> son! I can't understand the voice actor. I can't understand half. Of it. He's playing it up quite a bit. Oh, Elmo! And, and and by the way, <laughs> you're you're an incompetent dad, Elmo's dad. Um, you should first ask statistically what is the danger that my my three and a half year old fuzzy Muppet is in, and the answer is statistically. More likely to die of annoyance at Wall Street than to contract or die, certainly die uh, of COVID under the age of five. But whatever, you know, it's, uh, there's no other word for it. It's, it's propaganda. And the five year old supposed to go to the parent and go, I want a neat little band-aid. Can I go get a, I, you know, I've really mulled it over at the age of five. I Googled it. I, I think I'm ready for a COVID vaccine and maybe a driving lesson or something. Uh, back a 2nd AM 770.